This is Mr. Beck. Well, you handled yourself well out there today. I saw what you did with the tower. Thanks. They were born in stable orbits within black holes, creatures formed from the primary elements, air, water, fire, earth. The science division had a technical name. We just called them elementals. Versions of them exist across our mythologies. Turns out the myths are real. Like Thor. Thor was a myth, and now I study him in my physics class. These myths are threats. They first materialized on my Earth many years ago. I was part of the last battalion left trying to stop them. All we did was delay the inevitable. The elementals are here now, attacking the same coordinates. Our satellites confirm it. We have one mission. Kill it. And you're coming with us. Mr. Fury, this all seems like big time. You know, huge superhero kind of stuff. And, I mean, I'm just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, sir. Bitch, please, you've been to space. This is our first recorded show in uh, quite a while. Um, yeah. Yeah, and we have a guest with us for it. Special occasion. Hey, I'm Connor Clay. I also know as Northern Rock Online. I do uh, a little bit of a podcast streaming thing called Play and Talk with a friend of mine. It's exactly what it says on the uh, tin. We play games and we talk about all the various stuff, pop culture, video, uh, video games, movies, you name it. I also do a fan fiction. Same or, uh, same, or shameless self-promotion right there. Hello. Hello. Self promote away. Guests, we always give our guests that window. That's the fun thing about having guests on. Yeah, Absolutely. I, it, yeah, I, I we'll post, put links up with the cast. Yeah, we'll I, I post. Uh, yeah, I post my stories on archive our own fanfiction.net. Um, Some good stuff too, by way of yeah, uh, It's really good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I do. Uh, they have been doing like a bit of a crossover between um, Mass Effect and uh, Fallout. Oh, nice. They're pretty popular. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. yeah, go check that out, guys. <laughs> so, we're going to uh, we're we're going to just since we've been on a really an, a hiatus for a lot of crazy reasons. A lot's been going on. Mm-hmm. It's been a little bit of hospitalization uh, in my family. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Lola. I mean, it's just been a lot. But we're back, and uh, so a lot's been going on with Marvel in the last year, and we're going to mm-hmm. get to it, and we're going to look ahead. With uh, our thoughts on Comic Con's uh, Phase Four release, mm-hmm. so let's begin on probably the lightest note that we can, and just quickly give our thoughts on Ant Man and the Wasp, which yeah is probably the lightest Marvel movie I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good estimation of it. Yeah, it's ephemeral, and I don't think mm-hmm. that's a bad thing. I kind of like that it's that way. Yeah. Though kind of though though the mid credit scene kind of ends on a pretty dark note thanks to Infinity War. Yes, yeah. it does. It does. I, I was like, "Fuck you, Thanos." We spent the entire movie trying uh, trying to save uh, the original Wasp, and uh, uh, she gets she gets well. We have a new term for it now. She gets blipped. I love that blipped because blipped. that's how people would really talk about it. Yeah, it is. Like it's a blip <laughs> where that person didn't exist, and now they do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I the thing is, it's a light and fluffy movie, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's been something I've really liked about the Ant Man movies that they are they're disposable, but they're good disposable. We kind of need comic book movies. They're just eh, it's there. Yeah, it's nice. It's relaxing. It's funny. Uh, Paul Rudd is super charismatic as always. Yeah. The de aging stuff they do in this movie is scary good. Um, <sighs> they've gotten really, really good at it. Um, the Though, they're really, really smart about it. Uh, the actor that they used to map Lawrence Fishburne's features onto, because that's what they do, is they mm-hmm. map the features onto younger feet, younger actors. Was I his did son. not know that. <laughs> yeah, that's, son, like, that's, that's interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's really crazy technology. Um, but huh. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, you can't go wrong with Michelle Pfeiffer uh, in anything. I, I liked it. Uh, I liked Ghost. I thought Ghost was a really cool, interesting character. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I dug it. It's a light film, but it's not much. Uh, let's jump to Captain Marvel because, boy, has that one been dominating the discourse in a way that kind of bugs me. Yeah, yeah, that it's like it's a movie about a woman kicking ass. White, like, mm-hmm. it made a billion dollars at the box office worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> There's an audience for it, obviously. Yeah, like like Black Panther. It's just like, yeah. There's an here's the thing that I I'm just gonna end any debate about diversity. Diversity sells. Diversity yeah. makes a crazy amount of money. Uh, because it turns out that when you're appealing to an audience that doesn't get well served, they're kind of going to jump at your movie. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to capitalism. Welcome to capitalism. And if you're giving them something like Black Panther, where what you're giving them is the best possible thing, yeah, mm-hmm. they're really going to show up because Black Panther kicked unholy ass. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, of, of course it made – because that's the thing. The mainstream white audience, guys like me – we're still going to go see Black Panther because it's awesome. It's Marvel. Mm-hmm. That said, Connor, what did you think of Captain Marvel? I really, I really like it, and I kind of like um um Brie Larson's portrayal. Her long hair kind of like uh, what along with uh I like her costume, but her long hair seems like a little impressive. Like, I was I, really glad when they went with the uh, comic short, book for Endgame. Yeah. yeah. And if I may and, be so shallow, short hair on Larson is just. It's it's not something I have a hard time looking at. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah. yeah. Though though I'm not really used to her costume in Endgame. Um, it's like, well, the colors kind of throw me off, but I'll get used to it. Yeah, I will. Uh, Albert, the... what do you think of uh, Captain Marvel? I loved it. I hate to say, but um, the um, that sentence could end so many ways. But no, I loved it. Um. I hate to say this for any movie that I see in a theater, but I was, like, in a state where I had just eaten a lot of Olive Garden, and as as the food coma was getting to me, so I I didn't fall asleep during any part of it, but I was, like, seriously fighting it. But I I did... That's not the movie. Yeah, yeah. I did wholeheartedly enjoy it. I loved the stuff with uh, young Nick Fury. I thought Coulson, that was cool. Yeah, I thought Coulson's de-aging job was a little bit slightly uncanny valley-ish, but it's still good Which to is, see him again. It's yeah. weird because it's it's uncanny, but it wasn't really necessary. No, because, yeah, he, he looks like a young guy. Clark Gregg has always kind of looked 45. Lola, I'm trying to talk, baby. Hi, Lola. Hi, Lola. Clark Gregg has always kind of looked 45. That's just kind of the state he's been in. His entire career. I, mm-hmm. I wanted to get y'all's opinions on it because I have to be the guy who is, while I still liked it, I have a couple of complaints that I have to bring up about it. Okay. Um, and I don't like that I have to do that. And I feel like it's frustrating to me because some of my complaints sound a lot like the negative discourse that we've had. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with this movie, you almost had to be in an argument with the discourse. Mm-hmm. First of all, this wasn't really the Carol Danvers from the comics that I know and love. And that was a frustration for me because I really loved the character in the comics. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really feel like she was there because they gave her the whole amnesia thing. Mm-hmm. And so the character in the comics isn't really a hardened soldier. She really is kind of more of what we got in Endgame. Because I felt like the character we got in Endgame, that was the character. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. That's the thing called a character uh, development. It is. It is. And it's, I, it's just a case. It's, it's, now, I will say, Larson is fantastic in the film. I, I do want to stress that. Mm-hmm. It's just an issue that I have. It's a fanboy issue. Fair enough. That That's fa- uh, fair. But that could be, you know, easily be feel like, you know, character development. Things in, in the movies are different in the comics, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It's just something that I will say this, though. I loved the scrolls in it. And how great was it to see Ben Mendelsohn, who always plays sleazy bad guys, mm-hmm. just for once playing a nice, likable, goofy guy who's like, "Look, I'm just trying to do the right." I thing have to be here. honest. I was expecting these scrolls to be a bad, uh, to be bad guys, just as bad as the uh, crawl at, at some point. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad they weren't. I'm so glad they weren't because There's a it nice was a twist. nice, especially because it's a twist on what fans expect. Mm-hmm. We expect the ugly green monster looking guys to be evil so for them to show up and just be like look we're nice guys we're just trying to survive out here 
We're mm-hmm. being decimated. Please be nice to us. And to have it be... Boy, did I not have to strain to believe uh, Jude Law is a nasty misogynist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, doesn't, no come much, doesn't come much easier casting than that. No, but the, the, the best moment at the end where it's like... Okay, yeah, sorry. it's all it's all just your superpowers. You know, without them, you're nothing. You know, fight me for real, like prove that. And she's just like, mm-hmm. as you say, no, the bl- 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 uh, blast the sass. Yeah, yeah, I really love that part. I that really love that, that moment was amazing. And and that to me was the moment where I felt like, okay, there's the character. There it is. It's switching on for me. Um, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed it. I also feel like the first act was a little. It's just the nature of when you're dealing with an amnesiac character. There's yeah. always going to be some rockiness, but I liked it. Um, Endgame. Mm-hmm. Endgame is the big monster. Oh, that... oh my god. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. My mother was really determined to see that movie. She was she was willing to set aside her little fear of um being in crowded places and stuff, Aww. just so she could see Endgame in the theaters because it's such like a phenomenon that. Yep. It's just one of those things that you just absolutely can not miss. No, you can't. And it was, boy, was it worth it. Um, just going to go around the uh, quote-unquote table here. What was y'all's favorite moments? Oh, jeez. Where do I even start? <laughs> yeah. I know, that's the thing. Because I noticed, I'm not starting with is it good or bad. I, I'm i going to safely assume we all loved it. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, the the... Uh, the thing that really uh, there are two moments that, in that movie that uh, really made me cry. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Widow sacrificing herself and mm-hmm. Iron Man. Um, yeah. Death. Yeah. Iron Man's death was a because we can go into full spoilers. Yeah. Iron Man's death was a. You knew it was going to happen. You knew it had to happen mm-hmm. for there to truly be closure. But it yeah. was a good death. It was an earned death. It was yeah. a death that felt right. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that I predicted a year ago that I forgot that I had predicted, like as in like before Infinity War, it's like, well, who's gonna die? And uh, just as sort of a half joke, I went, well, this universe does not have an Uncle Ben. They don't ever mention mm-hmm. Uncle Ben. Uh, we did not get his death. So mm-hmm. the closest we have is Tony. So there, ergo, Tony is Uncle Ben. He has to die. Yeah, and yeah, I like that thinking. Yeah, and uh, it turned out to be that true. makes sense. Yeah, I always wonder what happened to Uncle Ben in the MCU. Like, they went through the same thing at that one faded uh, Spider-Man because it's pretty much implied in um, Civil War. It's very much implied if you read through uh, yeah. between the lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I, 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 I don't know. Which I, might explain why uh, Spider-Man is so attached to um, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's I, just my take. I think, no, I think you're right. I think you're on to something. And, um, mm-hmm. uh, but no, I think those are great moments. Uh, Albert, what would you say are your moments? Oh, my moments? Oh, it has to be um, the hammer. <laughs> I think we get oh. fired. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so especially great. when like Cap- like when Captain America, like uh, like the hammer flew past Thor, and mm-hmm. lands in uh, Captain America Center. It's like a lot like yeah. in The Force Awakens when Ray catches the lightsaber. Yeah, it got that got clapping both times I saw it. Oh God, it, it the audience exploded when I when I saw it because yeah, it was the moment that you knew was coming. You knew mm-hmm. that there had to be some moment. Where that was going to be this ki- the case. I love Thor's reaction, which was exactly I that. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it was all for that. <laughs> you knew when he. You knew he could have lifted it in Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. and was just being nice. Yeah. Because yes, he absolutely <laughs> was worthy. And then when he slams it against his shield, and you've got all the lightning, it is. Yeah. Moments like that are what a comic book fan lives for. Um, I've heard the argument before that the MCU movies are not really for comic book fans. Yeah, bullshit. For, what? For, for both comic, comic book fans and for the general audience. It's a win-win. Yeah, exactly. It is a definition win-win because I'm a hardcore comic book fan and I'm just sitting there in my seat going, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of miss Charles Whedon um, with his uh, movies and stuff. Yeah. 
I I did miss him on the scripting, definitely. Mm-hmm. But um, did, a but pretty, did a good job, though. I did kind of want a little more clarity on what was going on with Cap at the end of the movie, because there's been so much debate. It's like, like what? huh? Yeah, but yeah. I'm trying to get a, a timeline um, where where he spent his um, days with um. And that's that makes sense to me. And he went to an alternate timeline. It mm-hmm. makes a lot more sense than, than going to the main MC, which is it's, it's just going to cause some couple. It's just raised a lot more questions than him just going to the ultimate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if he just went to an alternate so, timeline. But so I just see fine. that he just jumped back, uh, or jumped back to the to well the present day, mm-hmm. just moment before um cap uh, before present well. Cap. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Passing time travel. Time why? Time travel. Why bullshit? I don't know. <laughs> time yeah. bullshit. That, one of my yeah, favorite. Exactly. That's another one of my favorite things because I, I think I may have mentioned this before on the cast, but <laughs> I am a sucker for any story involving time travel. All mm-hmm. you have to do is say, "Hey, time travel," and I was like, "I'm listening." So. It made me so happy when they introduced that. It's like, yeah, we're doing this because that was that was one of the things you know, I was speculating. Well, so, so I'll tell you what. Yeah. So what do you think my, of how they handled time travel? Like, you don't uh, yeah. uh, change the past; you just create an alternate timeline. Yeah, I I, I quite liked that. There's that's, I like that. And I I think it, I I think uh, from what I've heard, it's it's more a bit more scientifically accurate than like say in uh, Back to the Future. I, I thought it was really well done. Um, we're gonna get to one of the benefits of the way they did time travel when we get to Phase Four. Yeah. I do want to say it's... my favorite moment in the film, and it's an uh, it's a strange one, it's an odd one, but aside from the Mjolnir moment, the unexpected Robert Redford cameo was awesome. It was. Robert Redford, he played the big guy in um, Winter Soldier, right? Yeah. yeah. It was because Redford is such a legend, like, outside of comic book movies, outside of any... Like, he's a legend on a level that's, like, so high. Mm-hmm. So to have him show up just randomly in this movie was so mm-hmm. cool. I never noticed. Yeah. and I, I love that they got everybody back. Uh, they um, got... It's also funny about the little little mirror match between um past um Ca- Captain America. Oh my and... god, that was hysterical. Mm-hmm. Yes. Lucky's alive. What? And a gr- that... yes. <laughs> Don't do it. Oh, uh, well, that is right. America's that ass. That is America's ass. <laughs> and it's a great reminder that Evans is such a gifted comic actor. <laughs> yes. I, surpri- I I'm surprised to see uh, how uh, how people hated his improv improvised stuff in um the fantastic first first two fantastic four movies now counting the uh, unreleased one um compared mm-hmm. to his um acting skills as uh captain america as a whole i think he was mm-hmm. an absolutely note perfect human torch and i think he was an absolutely note perfect captain america and it's crazy to me that both mm-hmm. are true yeah. but no I, th- I think evans i think evans has crushed it in both parts i think just, now we can move on past comic book movies, but he was, he's gotten to, to crush both. Just turn to uh, his his part in Scott Pilgrim for its comic shops. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Movie. It, is Scott Pilgrim a uh, comic movie or a yes, manga it movie? It is, actually. It, it was based off a series of graphic novels. Yeah, I know. I've read them. It's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Style. It's manga style, but I'm going to go with style, comic yeah. movie. Yeah. I count it. Yeah, it's formatted like a manga, but oh no, comic book. Yeah, and I, and arcadey. Now I think about it. Yeah, true. Look, we this cast has said plenty on Scott Pilgrim before. Oh, we yeah. will say plenty on it in the future. Yeah, we lo- that movie is like a. That movie mm-hmm. is actually one. Of, there's a that movie. The first time that Albert and I ever recorded anything, mm-hmm. I had seen Scott Pilgrim two and a half weeks before it came out. Mm-hmm. And I was and jealous. I could, still jealous of that. Yeah. yeah. And I, anyway. Anyway. Yeah. But let we got one more movie to get to in the uh, summer stuff. So yeah, Endgame is amazing. What, one more, one more little thought. Like my favorite line in sure. the entire movie is, "So Back to the Future is bullshit." I love. That. <laughs> and the yeah. best, the best part of that is the uh, the guy who did the score is Alan Sol- uh, Al- uh, Alan yes, Silvestri. <laughs> yeah. Which so... probably, in, an <laughs> in an industry where people work for years and like the longer you go on the worse work you get mm-hmm. how cool is it that alan silvestri is able to still be working at this top tier and to be just crushing it oh hell yeah his uh, his that avengers is... 
nothing is as iconic as anything John Williams has done. Mm-hmm. And yes, I said it, but I really rank his Avengers theme with any instantly recognizable theme. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so we're going to jump forward to one more to, but there was one more epilogue that we had to get to in the Infinity Saga. Yes. I am Bye so me. happy to talk about Far From Home. Mm-hmm. I had to be honest. I was expecting um, uh, them to play straight with uh, how they portray uh, Mysterio in the uh, advertisement. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I was. Wrong. I was wrong. Oh well. But still, yeah, it, how they build it up with that little thing. What that turns out, he's a bad guy and not from an, an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still it great. is. It's. It's. Here's the thing I think is so brilliant about it is. I'm a huge Mysterio fan. I love the character in the comics. Mm-hmm. I love I'm just I love everything about his power set, everything about what he does. And I knew obviously he was gonna turn out to be a bad guy. There was no way they were not going to have that be the reveal. Otherwise he wouldn't count as Mysterio. I have and, uh yeah. I, I have like a secret short list of uh comic book villains I'd love to see, like based on various other media mm-hmm. they've been in. And that one was on my short list because I played the Spider-Man 2 video game back in, yeah. way back in Oh, I remember that game. I, yeah. I The last time That's you faced uh, uh, Mysterio, just like punch him and his health just like, <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just remember it being so awesome in that game. It's like, yeah, I want this guy to be in a movie. And, and uh, it, it did happen. <laughs> it did yeah. happen. I mm-hmm. As I said, it's it's a mark of how well they get you that mm-hmm. when the reveal comes, even mm-hmm. knowing it had to be coming, it felt like a gut punch. It's and... like a, oh no, yeah, when he's about to offer his glasses, like, like I think when I, I think I did the, oh no, like before no, no, it's, anything was, it's like, yeah. It's like, no, you're, you're falling for his trap. Mm-hmm. And then when it, and then when all the stuff fades away and the act is dropped, mm. Just as a just as a performance by Gyllenhaal in that moment, mm-hmm. that is a crazy good bit of acting. Yeah, <laughs> here's a fun here's a fun fact. Um, he was going to uh, he will be he was a backup actor for Spider Man. Yeah, it's just like that's kind of funny. Was and he, he would have really? been. Yes, he was. He that's was funny. very close to having to step in. Nice. Uh, it didn't happen, obviously, and I'm glad it didn't because he's. I, I'm glad he didn't so we could get this because yeah. he is so good in this. The way that they now I know that some people have been whining of oh they tied him to Stark. You know Again. what? Let's, let's just whatever. Let's just let's just say that we're gonna get through this. This is the last time we're probably gonna get a villain like this. I mm-hmm. I loved what he I loved the way they worked it. I love the way they tied it back to Civil War mm-hmm. with the reveal that no he was behind that whole technology at the uh, start of that movie. That was a brilliant move. Yeah, and, and they actually they got some of the actors from well, one actor the first from, Iron Man movie. Yeah, nobody was expecting that. That's a that's a far reach. That's awesome. Yeah, Peter Billingsley. <laughs> Peter Billingsley shows up. Ralphie, mm-hmm. that was cool. Um, and I I think my favorite, my absolute favorite thing about that movie is that his his real power suit. Is is mm-hmm. just a straight up motion capture suit. Yeah, that's it, actually it, pretty clever. That that's, was that's good. Fun. And yeah. and he still had a fishbowl helmet in it. I love that. <laughs> so many it. people were like, if they do Mysterio on screen, they're not going to do the fishbowl, and they did it twice. Yes, they did. <laughs> Both for and, the illusion and the real thing. <laughs> and God, the illusion suit looked so comic accurate. I love that we're in this age where it's like they're not scared of comic accuracy, mm-hmm. unless we're talking about some of the DC movies. Unless, yeah, we're we're, we're talking about Marvel here. We're talking about Marvel. And, <laughs> Sorry, uh, I, oh, yeah. I couldn't help myself. I couldn't help myself. Yeah, but it's like they know that this stuff has been tested for so long in the comics that yeah, it's going to look fantastic on the screen. Mm-hmm. And God, doesn't it? Because man, Mysterio looks so cool. Um. Yeah. Overall, this movie absolutely cracked yeah. me up. I love movie. when Spot when Spidey finally utili- fully utilizes some um, um uh, his spider senses or Peter yeah. uh, Peter Peter Tingle. <laughs> oh my god, I loved that. I loved that. I loved the whole the whole Mysterio nightmare scene was yeah. everything you could have asked for with the character. Yes. Oh god, it was a surreal trip of a nightmare. 
Uh, it's definitely proof that John Watts can direct. Some people have said, oh, well, he's just kind of a point-and-shoot guy. No, you let him uh, loose on a scene like that. He shows what he's doing. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Sequence I always wonder three. when uh, the full will show up again. So it's like, mm-hmm. not during the movie because that's kind of obvious, but at some point. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. And But you know, here's the weird thing about this movie. If it had just been a comedy about Peter and his classmates, mm-hmm. honest to God, I think I might have enjoyed that too. <laughs> True. That's... Yeah, I, I love the part where uh, where Peter accidentally uh, activated like a deadly secret weapon from. Oh my God, that was hysterical! Oh, it's like, oh shit, gotta fix this, gotta stop this. Mm-hmm. Oh God, it was so. The comedy <laughs> in this movie was so killer. On and, point. I, yeah. I, and, think, and when uh, and when uh, Flash uh, get, uh, got punched in the nuts just out of nowhere, <laughs> I saw that in trailer, made me laugh. Saw that new movie, still made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the <laughs> the thing is, his he's got such a great supporting cast. I love Ned. I I, I, I yeah. can watch hours of Ned. He is just hysterical. I love I love the entire patronizing tone that he takes after he hooks up with with uh, Betty on the plane. <laughs> And then instantly he's like, "I'm an adult now. I'm I've outgrown. Yeah, I'm a man. Yeah, I'm, I'm a man. Punch. <laughs> That's it's like when you've been in a relationship anybody as long as me. Anybody got the reference? And then, and then there was. I, I, did I loved not, that. I'm Martin, sorry. <laughs> I loved that Martin Starr got more to do in this movie as the teacher because uh, mm-hmm. you know we're on the 20th anniversary of Freaks and Geeks, so it made me kind of happy to see him show up. That's true. Wait, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Incidentally, he was one of two people from Freaks and Geeks from his uh, from that clique to have worked on the last movie. Oh. Because because uh, John Francis Daly co-wrote the movie. He co-wrote Homecoming. So. Oh, so oh, that. Nice. Wow. That's that's interesting. Yeah. And of course, for the record, uh, for those that don't know, Star showed up in uh, Incredible uh, Incredible Hulk, too. Dave, really? Uh, yeah. Did you say I I misheard you? What? Uh, Martin Starr did have a quick cameo in uh, the Incredible Hulk uh, in a computer lab. There's a quick shot of him and Banner interacting. Whoa! They um, have, by the just... way, confirmed that does not violate continuity. That yeah, it's the same character. Really? So there's yeah, there's some cool stuff. Oh my god! Nice. Hey, who, wait, who did I hear? Is that your wife? Uh, wh- what'd you say? I, I heard someone saying, really? I don't think it's, it's any of my saying. So that I, was I, so me. I, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that that, that was, was really high-pitched. I had to be honest. That was really high-pitched. Yes, he can go high-pitched. I can do that. Uh, I just, this movie, yeah. this movie <laughs> gave me the Spider-Man action I wanted. It gave me the humor I wanted. Mm-hmm. It just, it gave me the experience I wanted, and I'm glad for that. Um, and then let's just quickly, quickly talk about that in credits cameo. Yes. Yeah, with um, with uh, uh, the, uh, the triple J. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it really made my brother happy. It's like yes, like Thor happy in a uh, Ragnarok. The theater that I mm-hmm. saw it in, they exploded <laughs> because it's like, for one thing, let's just be clear: since the Sam Raimi movies, they haven't dared to show Jameson in a movie mm-hmm. because the question was. How do you recast it? How do you recast J.K. Simmons? Mm-hmm. And the answer that this movie came up with, you screw don't. that. Don't recast him. And he, uh... It's kind of funny that he's older in the movie if uh, if uh, if they're going by J.K. Simmons' um, age and Spider-Man younger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. I, I, just, I just thought that was pretty funny. Every so, time. So I, think, I, think, uh, I think Triple J made a bit of a cameo in one of the Amazing Spider-Man movies. He, so what he, you're, I, what he you're saying is, what you're saying is, uh, as it's a it's a reverse um, Dorian Gray sort sort of situation where uh, as Aunt May gets younger, J. Jonah Jameson gets older. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So you know what's funny is everyone always talks about how weird it is. Okay, Spider Man should have an aunt in his fifth in her fifties. And Marissa Tomei is in her 50s. Yes. It's not her fault she looks like that. Mm-hmm. Genetics. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, not her fault. Uh, she's perfect. She's from Brooklyn. She's as perfectly cast as it could get. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. I, 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 goddamn, John Favreau, the stuff he got to do in this movie, yeah, made me so happy. Which is crazy when you realize that Favreau was also incredibly busy at the same time working on what could not have been an easy movie. Oh yeah, Lion King. Don't tell me Lion King was an easy film for him to be managing at the same time. It, oh, right. because it's it, it's like your CGIing of animals and yeah, yeah I can he, imagine the task. Yeah, he that's that could not have been an easy film for him to work on. But it's weird because Favreau is such a cool director, and let's not forget he is the director that got the entire ball rolling on the MCU. That's but true. I just love he him is. as an actor so much that I'm I'm happy to see him anyway. Mm-hmm. But Far From Home was enjoyable. I, don't, I can't wait to see. Where... Let's not forget about the other. Um, uh, uh, let's not forget the about the post credit scene. Yes, I was so happy that Ben Mendelsohn came back. I it's, was happy that Mendelsohn. It's really funny came... that a bunch of safe features fell for a con man. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is genius. <laughs> Ironic too. So I saw it with my dad, and I remember him walking out here and just saying. You know, I thought Fury was acting weird throughout the film. That was a genius decision to also be like, mm-hmm. Fury is the most paranoid person on Earth. How could he be fooled? Well, if it's not Fury, mm-hmm. it makes sense. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we see Fury up in space. Wonder I what's... like that. It's so great. So, as, Basically an acidification thing. By the way, that's a, another mm-hmm. fun thing about that was that let them do the whole scroll secret identity thing and then twist it on you because it's not they're invading it's they're helping out mm-hmm. yeah that's a, that's a brilliant clever joke on the fandom and i love that um so let's turn our attention now to the future future yes i uh, hope you like chrome <laughs> you also have to the future because we have now, let's be clear. There is probably one movie that will be added to Phase 4. That... Maybe two, I think. One or two mm-hmm. movies. I'm not exactly sure, but otherwise, we got pretty much a full slate. Yeah. And now, surprisingly for two years. Now, two years. Cl- now, we want to be clear. The movies that are probably going to be added are there's a high likelihood that we're going to get a de- another Deadpool movie in this time. Yeah. Deadpool? Was- oh, shit. You, oh, so I wonder how they're gonna explain um, Deadpool in the MCU. Like, gonna you know what? Like... They have the advantage of having a rubber reality with Deadpool, so they can just do whatever. Mm-hmm. Or I think this is more likely. I think it's more likely that Deadpool will be will exist outside the MCU, mm-hmm. and it'll just be that this is a Marvel movie that's coming. The one that is almost certainly going to be in Phase Four, but there are contractual obligations that have to be worked out. Is they're waiting for uh, Spider-Man Far From Home to cross a billion dollars, which mm-hmm. it will. It absolutely will. Mm-hmm. As and soon as it crosses, it's almost there. Like it's about thirty billion dollars away. And it's guaranteed to get there. I mean, there is no way it's not going to get there. When it gets there, Marvel will have full control over the movie. Is the way the contract works. Mm-hmm. That's a is, shitty contract. It's a, it is, but con- all contracts in Hollywood are shitty. Mm-hmm. So the deal is, if Marvel, if the movie crosses a billion dollars, Sony will just distribute it. Sony will just distribute the next movie, but Marvel will, ha- will have full creative control over it. I thought that was a deal hope now. So. It's, it, uh, it's crazy. It's a, there's some weird language. But that's how it's going to go for this one. Is if it I really this, hope. Mm-hmm. I think that since there is a, since there is a 100% guarantee... That it will get there. Yeah, we, you know I ex- uh, so as far as you're interested, but I've seen like you know the uh, fandom, um, like it's also the wiki I think. It mm-hmm. seems to like tweet about like some sort of cross between the MCU version of Spider-Man and the current version of uh, Venom, and and uh, Carnage like, oh dear God, please no. No, you know I I kind of wouldn't mind seeing Tom Holland's Spider-Man go up against uh, Tom Hardy's Venom. That might be fun, cool. but. But let's get the third movie out of the way first, is what I say. Uh, right. Because boy, did this one end on a cliffhanger. Um, and besides which, we've got to get Venom versus Carnage next anyway. Yes. Um, is it actually set in the MCU, or are they it's, just... It's not. It's not. But it. it's not, but it could be, is the way that I see it. Right. Sort of offshoot. I see, I, I've heard a lot of stupid things about Venom. It's like, no thanks. That's an aside. 
moving on. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, we're we're but 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 let's look at phase four official. So whoever's got the slate up, let's go with uh, first up is Black Widow. Am I Black correct? Widow. Yeah, Black Widow. Widow. Yeah, that's but, yeah. And I'm glad I'm glad that Black Widow is first because this is the one that I think we are all going to have least to say about. It's too little, too late. Yeah, better late than never. I say better late than never. I'm I'm looking forward to it because I'm a huge Black Widow fan. I love the character in the comics. I saw like crazy when she died in Endgame. Yeah, yeah, and it it. Yeah, I hated it because I love the character and I think Johansson did a great job with it. Mm-hmm. That said, boy, she sure needs to. She sure needs a PR agent. She needs. She needs a PR person to just tell her, "Honey, quiet. Uh, uh, stop tweeting. Shut up. Just stop tweeting. Please shut stop up. tweeting. Mm-hmm. Just... Shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> you cannot play every part. Have you not figured this out yet? <laughs> you cannot play every part." There is mm-hmm. a reason that people are mad at you. Mm-hmm. Why no. people aren't mad at uh, Bree Johnson over her trying to do the right thing? What'd you say? Like when uh, Bree uh, Bree Larson tried uh, 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 well, wanted to do the right thing, and some people want are mad at her for that. And I want to even up the uh, I want to even up who comes to the uh, press tours. Get her! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. There's a yeah. The the just yeah no yeah larson larson was right to talk johansson needs to shut up because she's just digging a hole but that said i'm looking forward to this movie and i mean it's got david harbour in it as elect as yeah. a, uh, alex alex uh, oh, some yeah. russian guy which it, and here's here's a funny thing there's a character name that had the same name in the third season of stranger things haven't gotten that far yet haven't <laughs> gotten that far yet going to Spoilers. Um, I'm also catching up. I'm, I'm, I'm. But look, I mean, God bless Stranger Things. The first two episodes were so good. Mm-hmm. Here's kind of funny. It's like, I think I came up with uh, was it something like that for one of my stories. I like, I swear that sounds like what I'm, what yeah. I'm planning to read one of the characters. Like, cool, huh? Um, uh, strange minds think alike, apparently. So mm-hmm. I know that one's on the site. What's the next project on the site? Uh, eh, what the hell? Just look. Eternals, yeah, that's yeah. that's the most surprising. That's one of the pretty surprising things out of the uh, MCU. I think that's going to be a wonderfully weird project. Yeah, I love that they are just go- actually. Um, let let me point it out. Um, next one is Eternals. The next one after Black Widow is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, oh, next is the, the TV. Oh, that's that's before Eternals. Okay, yeah, yeah we got to include the TV shows. The TV shows are counted in the phase. Yeah, that's um, actually kind of surprising. Like, unlike the previous phases, the sh- yeah, this is unlike the previous phases. The shows were not included in yeah in any of the. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's like the uh, the shows reference the movies, but the show uh, but the uh, movies with very few exceptions, like mm-hmm. with Edwin Jarvis in Endgame. Yeah, they, they hardly reference the uh, uh, shows. Yeah, Wait, there was a show reference in Endgame. Yes, yeah, uh, Edwin Ed, Ed uh, Jarvis. Same actor, so yeah. from uh, from uh, Agent Carter, mm-hmm. in um in Endgame. Oh, oh shit! Cool. Okay, yeah, Agent Carter very much is canon. Yeah, Agent yeah. Carter is canon. Um, Speaking of canon, is Agent Steel, uh, Shield still canon? Are the Netflix shows still canon? I think so. I think Netflix shows are not really canon. Agents of Shield, it's uh, a gray area. I consider it canon. I I still consider it canon. Yeah. Uh, but it's never going to get referenced. Um, yeah. Coulson yeah, because, Coulson yeah, Power because... Hour. <laughs> Sad face. I, sad face, because I, I really love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I only saw a couple of episodes. I've been enjoy- I, to be honest, I, I quite enjoyed um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. far more than the Netflix shows. Is that weird yeah. for me to say that? It's not weird at all. No, because I no because I've had some issues with the Netflix shows. Um, I know I don't know. We're getting a bit a little off topic, but basically, what what were your issues with the uh, Netflix shows? I'm just curious. No, uneven writing, uneven quality. I I found Luke Cage extremely frustrating. Um, yeah, it was like the character is cool, but I'm not feeling anything about the writing on this show. The acting was good, but I just wasn't feeling it. So, oh, and then there was a, another thing that I didn't like was they killed off uh, my favorite character on Luke Cage midway through. Oh shit! Which character? Uh, Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth. Oh, was that Mahershala Ali? 
Yep. Yeah, uh, he's uh, also going to be Blade. Poor guy. His character. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. I have so many thoughts on that. Um, you know, his career never recovered from that, aside from you know the two Oscars that he's won since. <laughs> Hopefully, Blade will will help that. Oh like, boy, I have thoughts on Blade. I'm I'm gonna get to there. Um, so let's talk quickly. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Did y'all see the shot of Zemo that came out yesterday? Did not. Yes, I did. That's uh, that's pretty interesting. That's Whoa. that's that's the costume from the comics. That's the mask. yeah, I know. That's nice. the jacket. That I look at, it, I'm like, yeah, that's Zemo. And I, I thought Daniel Brule was incredible in Civil War. Anyway, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I just kind of want to shoot through that one. I'm going to just kind of shoot through the shows as we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that one's going to be cool. That one's going to be cool. Uh, it's Anthony yeah. Mackie, Sebastian Stan, uh, Daniel Brule. That's just going to be a good kick-ass show. I can't wait for it. Yeah. I'm going to subscribe yeah. to um, Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, I am mean too. too. Uh, in part for Lola, in part because of the 30 years of The Simpsons. There's a lot of reasons. That, that really has a price out. That's like, they've got the, they got the rights. Why not? Yeah, like s- s- seven bucks? Yeah. I'll, uh, plus, yeah. yeah, all the Disney movies, all the Pixar movies, all the Star Wars. There's going to be so uh, much greatness there. Exclusive stuff. Mandalorian yeah. looks cool. We're getting the uh, uh, Rogue One prequel show. That's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. we are? Next up, uh, yeah, yeah, next up on the list is yeah. uh, Shang-Chi. I apologize for butchering the name. And The Legend yeah. of the Ten Rings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we did quickly shoot past Eternals. I don't know. We all agreed that sounds pretty cool and it's got mm-hmm. a cool cast. Yeah. And the yeah. character would be um, Death and, yeah. They, oh, that's the main... so cool. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Uh, yes. They the character, character was male, but uh, but deaf in the comics. Is that right? Uh, I don't know if they were deaf in the comics. I think this is actually a case of them giving a disability to a character, and then, oh my god, casting a deaf actress. Nice. Yeah, Perfect. that's pretty cool. That uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm all about that. So let's let's talk about Shang Chi because I'm going to say something that I've never said about any comic book ever. That is the one graphic novel. I was reading the epic collection of it, and I put it down because I just didn't give a damn anymore. I have very little interest in this. In but here's the thing: because I have little interest in the comics, I want to give the movie a shot because the movie has a chance to fix what I didn't like. What don't you like about the uh, comics? Oh my God, they were so racist. They were (gasps) super racist. Uh, I hope the recent, one, the more recent ones with him are, you know. I'm sure they're better. I'm sure they're better. I'm, I think it's a case also where kung fu doesn't work in a static medium like comics. Um, it will in theaters. Um, you've got a cool cast coming together. Uh, to, uh, Samu Liu, there's a really cool story about this. He actually mm-hmm. explicitly tweeted at Marvel, "Hey, are you going to give me a call about this or not?" Back in back in December. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, on Saturday, he posted, oh, you called me back. Thanks. Nice. Yeah. So he's going to be, you've got uh, Tony Loon coming over to be the Mandarin. That's the thing they're fixing is Mm -hmm. in the the comics, his father was Fu Manchu, the legendary (laughs) racist stereotype. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yellow Pearl stuff. Yeah, Yellow Pearl stuff. Um, Now it's going to be, oh, he's the actual Mandarin. Mm-hmm. And it's the idea that, well, the Ten Rings were actually run by the Mandarin. That he yes. I don't know what any of that meant, y'all. I know. I saw your hearing. Y'all, this little girl. I know. Who's directing uh, it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Destin Daniel Cretton. He, what movie did he do again? Um, Short Term 12. Uh, he's got one coming up in uh, the fall um, with Michael B. Jordan and uh, Brie Larson as his muse. This will be his first movie he's done without her. Um, nice. he, uh, uh, she has a tendency to be in his movies? She does have a chance. Yes, yeah, she's been in uh, three straight of his movies. Um, so uh, so that's cool. Um, Aquafina is going to be in it. She's funny. Aquafina. Uh, she's, she was in... Um, she was in uh, Crazy Rich Asians. She's funny. Oh, okay. Oh, I ha- oh, I haven't seen it. I've heard good things about that movie. Oh, that's, that's an awesome funny. movie. That's, that's, that's a really funny great. movie, and she's really good in it. 
Um, so there's a lot to be excited about. And then I guess the next thing up will be WandaVision. Please yeah. change that title. Please change that title. I actually don't mind. <laughs> I don't really mind it because here's the thing. At the end of the day, it's going to be a Vision and Scarlet Witch show. And Elizabeth it's... Olsen is kicking, is kicking so much ass as Wanda. She is so perfectly cast. She and has... apparently... The uh, that show, the events of that show will lead directly into uh, Doctor Strange, Strange Two, of which she's going yeah. to be a part. Which makes me so happy because in the comics, uh, for obvious reasons, Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange work together a lot. Yeah, I want to talk. And so, and one vision, uh, she's uh, Monica Rambeau, the uh, little girl yeah. from. Yeah, she uh, she she's all grown. She she'll be in the in the in that show all grown up. I, this is going to be a fun show. I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, as you mentioned, Monica Rambeau is going to be part of it. Uh, Tiana Paris uh, from uh, Chirac and uh, oh, yeah. Uh, and let's see what else. Uh, Dear White People is yeah. going to be part. That's perfect. Oh, that sorry, is... sorry about that. What did I miss? Oh, we we're just talking about the casting of Monica Rambeau. That it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Huh. That, and you said she's in the Dear White People. Is it a show or a uh, movie on Netflix? She's in the movie. She's in the movie. She's in the Got movie. They're, Got they're, they, they're, they've been pillaging that movie for actors. Um, mm-hmm. Because she's not the only person from that movie that will be in this uh, year of the phase. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and then we get Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. First mm-hmm. horror um, MCU movie from White How Heard. perfect. How perfect is it of a title is that, by the way? That is just such a great, weird, creepy title. Mm-hmm. And this could be such a fun movie. That's going to be such a fun movie. Yeah. It's going to be uh, Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch versus Nightmare. Ooh. <laughs> Not Nightmare from Soul Calibur, by the way. Ooh. No, yeah, different one as Marvel Nightmare. Uh, it's going to be... Um, it's going to be... Um, uh, very horror. It's going to be horror. The good thing is we know that the director can do horror. It's uh, Scott Derrickson who did uh, Sinister and uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose. Mm-hmm. So he knows horror. Uh, it would be funny if I see if I see references to these movies in that. When I think mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> yeah. 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 And 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 I'm just, I don't know. I mean, what's there to say? I love Doctor Strange. I'm looking forward to this one. Um, yeah. But, but we've got two big projects left on the slate for the year. Uh, and four, four projects. Four. Yeah. Oh, okay. What's what's next after this one? Loki. 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 Um. Yeah. Yeah. My mom's looking forward to that one. You're what? My mom's looking forward to that one. Oh yeah. Yeah. What, who isn't Who isn't looking forward to Tom Middleston just tearing it up for mm-hmm. a few episodes? That's gonna be fun. Yeah, keep in mind it's going to be the alternative version of um Loki, the one from Endgame, back yeah. in uh, the alternate version of 2012. That's gonna be fun. Oh, is it that's really? Gonna they're gonna follow. Yeah. They're gonna follow where he went. Yep. Yep. Oh, that's, that's gonna be fun. Amazing. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. And concept. then let's see what follows that one. What if? What it's, if? Ooh, what if is gonna be really cool. Yeah, it's animated too. Yeah, it's gonna be what animated. Just gonna that- be. Is that the one with the Watcher? Yes. Awesome. Jeffrey Wright is going to be the Watcher, by the way. Jeffrey Which is Wright, perfect yes. casting. Good. Because God, I love him and everything. Um, Same. And then let's see what follows that one. Because really, we have Hawkeye. So Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, yeah the Kate Bush, Bishop in it. The second yeah, uh, Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. That, that's right. You know, really, that'll just be fun. I like Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. It'll mm-hmm. be fun seeing them go there. Yeah, and the uh, format of the uh, format of the uh, of the of the title card for uh, for Hawkeye is resembles... the Matt Fraction. It's the Matt Fraction run. Mm-hmm. I saw. Yeah, that's a good sign. But and then that leaves us, I guess, with just one more project to go for officially announced for the slate. And uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. My God, that is a great title. Mm-hmm. Man, the title game for this year for this phase is through the roof. Yeah. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse in- of Madness, and then Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah. Right names. Now, and we have Natalie Portman back. Let's talk about that, because I am shocked that she came back. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. She, she had a bit of a small cameo in Endgame from one of, uh, 
one of her. But it was archival footage. Was yeah, the thing from the second movie. Yeah, yeah. Like they part. had the right to use it, um, and I think she did a little bit of ADR work, and that's it. Hmm. And ADR? that may, yeah, just like rec- recording a couple of new lines to, okay. to dub over. Okay. My understanding is, for those that don't know, she did not leave this universe on happy terms. She yeah. was furious over the firing of Patty Jenkins on uh, Thor: The Dark World, yeah. which led to uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, she went to Wonder Woman and kicked ass. So, mm-hmm. you know, gonna roll my eyes at the decision to fire her. Uh, <laughs> that was definitely not a good decision. Um, and, and uh, Portman was annoyed by it, and so she left. She just, you know, she just outright, and also she had the power to leave. Mm-hmm. She didn't need it, um, but um, I, I I'm think it's get... uh, I think it's really great that they that Thor keeps mentioning her though, like in every mm-hmm. single, I think in every single movie since, like he, you know, oh, they yeah. they use oh, the excuse yeah. in uh, Avengers two, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, talk, you know, he talks about her a little bit in uh, Thor in Ragnarok. It's like she didn't she didn't leave me by the way, just. The, the, and then he like drunkenly uh, talks. Yeah, he drunkenly. Yeah, then yeah, then sad face. Yeah, so it's <laughs> he. It's yeah. she gets oh. to come back just for that the conclusion of that. Both Thor, sad Thor. Yeah, I'm so happy that we do get because I I think that the way they've handled her not being there has been very respectful. It's always been mm-hmm. he's really in love with her. I mean, let's face it. Valkyrie is gay, so yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's yeah, and they're going to ex- explore that in the movie. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Nice. Anybody, anybody who didn't understand that uh, when her fellow comrade fell in battle, that that was obviously her lover, mm-hmm. really was... doesn't know film language because I thought that was pretty damn clear. Though uh, there was supposed to be a shot with her sleeping with a woman, but it was uh, deleted. So they're going to make up for that yeah. up for that in the fourth Thor movie. Good, good. Uh, a lot of this is like Perlmutter being uh, gone from power. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so as to why I think Portman came back, um, I think part of it is that they're doing the Jason Aaron female Thor story, which means yeah. that she's going to get to hold the hammer. They have confirmed this. Um, right. You know, when you've got an entire story that's all about how awesome your character is, yes, you do come back for that. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. and then I think there's also the sense of, well, it's a changed climate. But I think the big also, reason that I think Taika Waititi, that's the big reason that I think she came back is because yeah. Portman has been very director driven in what movies she's made in her career. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me that the chance to work with that guy didn't appeal to her greatly. Mm-hmm. Especially yes. since uh, Ragnarok did so well. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Ragnarok. The funny thing is, I remember when he was hired, there was this sense of, "Oh, great, another indie white guy who uh, can who is just going to do the studio's commands." First of all, he's not a white guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's I believe he will. I believe he is, uh, his ethnicity is uh, native um, New Zealand. Yeah, Maori. Yeah, I don't know yeah. the exact term. Jewish Maori, yes. Yes. Jewish Mary. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, not not a white dude, and and boy, you could tell they kind of let him go nuts on Ragnarok. Uh, mm-hmm. If you listen to the commentary, he makes it very clear that Marvel just kind of let him. Marvel just kind of shrugged, and like, yeah, okay, go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was so great. He did such a great job with it. I am not surprised that the second that things fell apart on Akira, Marvel swooped in and was like, hey, you want to come back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that uh, it's just a typical problem with making a movie for Akira. Budget, schedule, that that sort of thing. Yeah. No no clear difference. It's like, it's like, oh, it's just the typical stuff. Annoying still. I'm glad that I'm, yeah. I'm but but you know what? I'm glad he's back. This is going to this is going to kick ass. And then we have the vague hints of what's coming on Phase Five. Blade. Um, Blade. Oh, yeah, that's coming in Phase Al- Five. Yeah, Blade's gonna be in Phase Five. Okay. When Mahershala Ali comes to you and says, "I want to do Blade," all you say is, "Okay." Yes. And you let him do it because that is perfect casting. Uh, and uh, at least it's an upside to him being in the Green Book. 
mm-hmm. and him and the movie getting an Oscar for it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he he had that. He's he's got two Oscars. He also got one for Moonlight, very deservedly. True. I've seen Moonlight. And apparently, oh, it's really good. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, I think it said Wesley Snipes has given his blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Wesley. Mm-hmm. Uh, although Wesley, I heard that Wesley Snipes was a little difficult to work with during Blade, but mm-hmm. otherwise, he's he was very graceful with the news. Yeah, yeah. He he was very classy. Snipes has mellowed out over the years. Snipes yeah. has mellowed out over the years. That's um, good to hear. Then looking ahead, you know, they did say Black Panther 2 is coming, but they mm-hmm. got to let Ryan Coogler do it at his own pace. Yeah. yeah. Guardians um, of the Galaxy Volume 3, that's obviously going to be a Captain Marvel uh, movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guardians 3, as you mentioned, Guardians 3 is coming because, you know, Marvel gave in to Comicsgate and is paying the price for it because I guarantee you Guardians would have been Phase 4 if they'd had if they hadn't gone through that year of ins- of just insipidness. Yeah. But uh, Gunn's coming back for that. He's just got to do Suicide Squad next, which to me, by the way, that is the ultimate outcome of, you know, he's winning harder because of all of this in the end. Mm-hmm. He gets to do everything. He gets to do everything that, he wants to do. That is the ultimate fuck you to those guys. They get to do both of those. Yeah, gets- I actually haven't heard much from, from Comicscape. Fuck those guys. No, and fuck no. Ethan, um, what... And a fuck face. I'm gonna yeah, call him fuck face just because he has a has a fuck face for our face. We we do not censor language on this cast. We do not censor language, so Mm-mm. go for it. Overall, I I, I kind of have to say. Then of course, eventually they did say Fantastic Four is coming, and X Men, and X Men. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. That's gonna be the. I, I kind of like that Phase Four is kind of a breather phase. While they kind of get to figure out what they're going to be next, I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. That, yeah, I'm kind of surprised there isn't going to be another Avengers uh, movie, like with the previous I, three. Yeah, I, th- I think they're going to let it. I think they're going to let this one be a breather phase, mm-hmm. while they figure out what Marvel is going to be in the next in the next phase. I think the I think Phase Three gets to be Phase Four gets to be there. We're catching our breath. We're figuring out who we are. And once we know it, we'll move on. But, yeah, I hope this work out. They do yes. have to figure out what are they going to be with 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 the acquisition of Fox. That's now true. all these properties are home. That's what true. are you going to do? I kind of like that we're going to get a couple of years of breathing, mm-hmm. figuring things out, and then going on. And I think there's going to be a lot of fun movies coming. As a comic book fan... It's right now. I think is the most exciting time to be a Marvel fan in years because now there's no safe. Now the safety net's gone. Yeah, and I'm excited. Mostly to gone. It. Mostly gone. I mean, going with a new Thor movie very much felt like okay. We got to have something that's a guaranteed hit. Yeah. Yeah. And again, if y'all know how much the female Thor story sold, which by the way, bless Taika Waititi for ending any conversation of. Well, what is she going to be called? The Mighty Thor. The Mighty Thor. I like that. Mm-hmm. Just there. there Mighty Thor. The way I see it, Hemsworth, Hemsworth's Thor can be just regular Thor. She mm-hmm. can be the Mighty Thor. Hell I like yeah. that. That's fucking badass. That is. It is. it is. And by the way, I'm not surprised that Hemsworth is the one member of the core Avengers who is sticking around. For one thing, he's the one that doesn't exactly have the most successful career outside of it. Mm-hmm. There's that, a lot of flops to that dude's name. Oh, that's a bit of a shame. Yeah, it is. because I like him. He's a very good actor. Except he for Star Trek. Mean... Yeah, Star Trek. But then again, Star Trek was before Thor, and... Uh... Who, who is he in Star Trek? He's Kirk's Jim dad. Kirk's father. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. Go back and watch it. It's shocking. Oh, wow. Because... He looks like a baby in it. <laughs> it is crazy. He is so young in it. Amazing. Um, that it, you go back and you're like, oh, wow, that, 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 that's him. But huh. yeah, in fact, he, because he was cast as Thor shortly after that movie came out. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. But I think it's going to be fun. I think right now it's such, right now is such a good time to be a comic book fan. Yeah, you know DC is finally getting their feet beneath them. They're, they're coming off of uh, two really good movies back to back. That makes me happy. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, I dug Aquaman. I really loved Shazam. I just watched yeah. it again recently. It's fun. Which one? Yeah. Shazam. Yeah, yeah, that was it, that was really fun. Though I had a bit of a sense of dread that my dad, uh, for some reason, really didn't like um, Captain Marvel, and mm-hmm. and after watching Shazam, uh, it's like, oh boy, oh boy. Mm-hmm, if yeah. he talks about, if he complains about Captain Marvel, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I I think I I I I feel like everybody involved in that movie walked that line gracefully. Um, mm-hmm. I am. I've got so much to, you know, with DC, they've got Wonder Woman uh, 84 next year, which I'm really looking forward to. And their yeah. animated movies have been crushing it. Hush was so good. Mm-hmm. Hush was, I watched Hush this weekend and it made me so happy. Uh, you ever see review. the, uh, weird question, you ever seen the uh, Marvel animated shows? Uh, some, but very, some, but limited. Most of my stuff is going to be in the 90s. Most of my reference points are going to be for the 90s ones. All right, that should ask. Yeah, and I need to. It's one of those things I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see the wonderful bit where the uh, Punisher showed up on Superhero Squad. That was funny. Uh, yeah, I I'm surprised they managed to do. They managed to uh, do like a kid-friendly version of him. Yes, I am too. In, yeah, in in the like, in the first Lego Marvel game, um, you can you you, you count him and and he, you you do a side quest for him where you where you have to like wreck cars to um, minimize pollution. Nice. <laughs> it's it's on top of my head, like uh, to minimize, uh, to help the environment, trash into place. It's yeah, <laughs> it's funny. It is, and one of the things I think is funny is in the superhero squad version where they do a kid friendly version of him. He's voiced by the most R rated version ah, of the character that's existed. That's true. <laughs> that's ironic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, that's the only time that an actor has reprised the Punisher. In another uh, medium. <laughs> That's awesome. And, yeah, uh, but um, you know. Oh, oh, I should, I should, I shouldn't, um, uh, I shouldn't forget. But I heard this is gonna be a Nova movie. Yeah, I've heard they're working towards Nova. Uh, Nova. I'm surprised. We, yeah, that we've already gotten the Nova course, so I'm kind of surprised we haven't gotten there yet. Oh. Huh. Well, here's a weird thing. Uh, uh, we haven't heard much about the Nova car after um, the first Guardians no. of the Galaxy movie. Would they be doing... I'm, I'm just like, uh, like a shot in the dark here. Maybe some sort of aftermath of Thanos' attack on um, yeah. Zendar. There is there is your perfect setup for the... Uh, I'm trying to think of what the character's name is. Not Richard Ryder. Right. But the, mm-hmm. Not the, Richard Ryder? Uh, the second one. Uh, Sam... Is it Sam Alexander? I want to say, or I think so. Yeah, because uh, that's that's the, that's my that's my actually that's my favorite Nova of them. I really liked his title. I really really liked his title. So yeah, that, and, for, and for and for and for anyone wondering why it took um Marvel so long to um diversify the cast in Phase Four, blame Ike. Yep, exactly. This is where we're really getting the joy of. Ike Perlmutter is gone, and now we can party. Freedom. We can. We've got freedom. Is that, a, is that the guy who's kind of responsible for it being bland for a while? Uh, yes, yes, yes. At one point. Yeah. Yeah. Perlmutter is the worst. <clears throat> if uh, he is a major Trump donor. Thor the Dark World. <laughs> yeah, Thor the Dark World is where you really see everything that he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Feige has been pushing to change things. He's been pushing to make it stronger. Good. And bolder because he knows that it makes money. Mm-hmm. Um, I think right now, if I was to say, you know, overall, what I think the state of Marvel is, I think it's great, mm-hmm. and I think it's exciting, and I think, I think Eternals is going to be such a bold, weird movie that I can't wait to see it. I like that they've got a really great cast for it. Mm-hmm. Um, just let it happen. Uh, I'm gonna let them do their thing, and I'm just gonna keep showing up. Yeah, yeah. Really, I'm looking forward. And that's my thoughts. So um, that's kind of all I've got for this cast. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Connor, it, it's been an absolute pleasure having you. Uh, yeah, likewise. Yeah, likewise. I hope I can do this again sometime. We uh, love absolutely. listen. Once once we get a guest on our cast, our tendency is to throw you in the rotation. Yeah. That's fair. You, that's fair. You, I'm, look, I'm, look, yeah. Look Sorry, you were saying? Yeah. yeah said, looking forward. Come back. We like to have people on. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And don't forget to check out my stuff, not only f- with my streams, but also my sor- my fan fiction. 
we'll, we'll post yeah, links to everything. We'll yeah, post I'll, links to everything. I'll be sure to send you the do. links. I'll be sure to send you the links. Please do. And yes. Ganondorfs. Sounds, please do. We will post them get it? happily. Ganondorfs? Ganondorfs. <laughs> My brother came with that joke. Nice. I am... Uh, and Zeldas. Nice. That I came up with just on the nice. spot. Nice. Um, but um, y'all can find us at thefilmroom.org. Um, mm-hmm. Next time, I we actually do know what we're doing next time because next time we have a catch-up cast that we alluded to in the 2008 cast, mm-hmm. but that we really need to get to. Yeah. Oof. Y'all, we're going to look at movies that have never been discussed online, never brought up. No one has ever brought these up in the last few years. We're going to look at the Dark Knight trilogy. Yes. Oh, that oh, that sounds interesting. Yes. We are finally going to discuss the Dark Knight trilogy because again, no one on the internet has ever done that before. Of course. And I'm actually surprised. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 really I'm looking forward to it. This is going to get ready for the love fest because we're going to go all into why these movies rock and why you're right to venerate them the way you do. Yeah. That'll be next time, y'all. Yeah. See you uh see you later. <laughs> all right. See you guys.